What is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hello, everyone. Gary and Dane aren't here. It's Andrew Gardella, and I have a special guest for you. I tricked someone else into being on the show with me today. And by the way, if you're listening right now, this is a pre-record. So uh, I'm pre-recording the show with Mr. Chris Hughes. That's me. So I guess they can't call in and ask us questions, can they? Um, they can call in, but we won't be able to answer them unless we're really psychic, and maybe they can like we'll tap it. <laughs> but we, we're coming to you to the future from the past, but we're we're pretty good, so maybe. And we're coming to you from Langkawi, Malaysia, in this really cool little island where we're here doing an Access Consciousness seven-day event and having too much fun. Yeah, but we took time out of our fun time to have more fun with you guys. Exactly. There we go. So today we are talking about what religion did you personally create that is stopping everyone on the planet Earth today? Ooh. So you know what's interesting about this as a topic? Do you have anything in your life that you're like... No, I don't want to say obsessed with, but you like... You're obsessed with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to say obsessed, but I'm obsessed with yeah. it. <laughs> so I have two of those things. Like anytime there's a news article or something that comes on about either serial killers or cults and religions, I have to stop and read it. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. And I, I get like... It's research for the next lifetime where you become a serial killing cult leader. I guess so. Because I, I don't know. Well, it's a place where as people, we suspend our awareness and hand it over to somebody else like and people do the strangest things based on belief like serial killers always believe that what they're doing has this really rational sensible like it totally makes sense to them what they're doing Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with people who are in in cults they hand over their awareness to follow something that someone has prescribed to them or told them that is the thing they meant they're meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like there's this program that I was watching. It's a, it's a new program on Netflix called wild, wild country. And it is fabulous. If anyone's out there interested, I definitely recommend watching this because for those of you who have ever been to a class like access consciousness and people tell you, Oh, it's a cult. No, no, no. You need to see programs like this to know what a real cult actually is a like real cult we're a terrible cult like right. we're we're no we're no good at being a cult when it comes to being a cult like these guys have it down pat you know like they all wear the same color clothes because they were told that that was the color clothes they're supposed to wear well, you know what but i mean if you create a cult it is you know then in everyone you know you develop this system by which everyone has to abide by is that called a culture <laughs> I thought a culture was something you grew in a petri dish. That too. You know, you added sense. bacteria and it grows into this. You thing. add sugar to the bacteria and it just expands. Exactly. But, but now, you know, when we're saying that and talking about cults, it kind of makes sense when we it's use the word culture. So, but anyways, so how many beliefs are you using to uh, create the unawareness you are choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion. Can we destroy and uncreate it all? Oh, we're good. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, because that's, it is it entirely. And that's the thing. When people talk about things like access consciousness or any modality out there that is genuinely looking to create awareness and consciousness, that's totally different from anything that is based in belief or what some people would call even faith. Because in those cases, in order to believe something and make it true and correct, you have to totally make the other side of it wrong. Like it's a, it's a totally polarized way of looking at the world. If one thing is right, then everything else is wrong. I know for me, I was always not exactly interested in religion, but I would try everything to find something that worked, mm-hmm. that got me to this, this awareness of what I knew was true. And the only thing that came remotely close was Buddhism because they didn't claim to have a corner on truth. Like they didn't seem to claim that they were the only ones who knew what was true and real. Mm-hmm. They still had all these weird beliefs though of things that you could do, couldn't do, should do. But there was the do. way. There was the way. Exactly. Um, 
And that's what act, things like access consciousness never do. There is no way. There's your way. Or there's my way. Or there's the highway. Or there's the highway. And if you don't like the highway, cut a new path. Go, go another way. Yeah. Um, but it is really interesting. Another thing we, we, we like to talk about, you know, since we're on the topic of religions, is it's like we have all these things we created in other lifetimes that are still sticking people today, which is so yeah. funny. Um, <clears throat> you know, and, and it's like you said, you're fascinated by these things, but, you know, it's like how many lifetimes were you actually that religious zealot or that... Um, you know, cult leader, serial cult, killer, cult leader, bishop, cult. cardinal, exactly. Maricopa, Maricopa. Yeah. <laughs> so everything that is, and every every lie you got, you bought, you sold to everyone else in those lifetimes. Will you now revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of them? <sighs> okay. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. There's this funny, like, little glee that comes with the acknowledgement that actually you may have had something to do with creating all of these different religions and systems. I know. It, you know, it's, it's like, oh, I've locked up all these people. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, um, I'd like all the money I earned in those lifetimes back, you know? Yeah, could I, could I have all the tithing now, please? Yeah, the tithing. <laughs> <laughs> tithing to the Church of Chris. Exactly. And, and the Church of Andrew. Yes, Why exactly. Not? I like that. So, <laughs> that I like that. So everything you did to create the Church of Chris or the Church of Andrew, or the Church of your name in any lifetime, will you now revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. It's like, <laughs> it would be kind of fun if you think about it. You know, like, you could come up with this genius system for people to, to follow, and it's, it could be totally arbitrary. Like, you just get to make it up. I, you know what? I would make it up with the game of Twister, and i just spin it. And, you know, yeah. you're like, right foot yellow. <laughs> now you must all wear yellow shoes, except on Fridays. Fridays is for pink shoes. And then I'd be like, you know, I'd change it because I had a revelation. Yeah. And, and then you get to build all this folklore and this story to support why these things are what they are because well the other thing is you know even if you like they, they talk about you know with the bible for example or anything that thing's been translated a hundred different ways and interpreted on top of interpretation and it's all like you know written down through people that were there and then those accounts were rewritten or written down like hundreds of years later or and you know things were destroyed or edited or burned you know that wasn't appropriate to people's things so it's like it's so interesting, you know, because they have that, uh, the, the saying, I don't know if you ever heard it, that history is written by the winners. Yeah. So it's not actually... Exactly. Oh, well, that's something we've been talking about in class here in Langkawi. Gary has been sharing with us, trying to give us an awareness, and he was talking about how in the Bible it says, and God made man in his image. And... I, I had to look up the word image based on its original definition of image, not what we think of image as today, mm -hmm. but what did image actually mean when the Bible was written? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't written in English, mm -hmm. so that's actually somebody's interpretation of a totally other language. But essentially, what it meant at the time, with which what we've been talking about in class was, as you say things, so they come to be, which... Is, I mean, and we've even had a couple other people come up with other things that we've started to look at, like the word abracadabra is originally meant I do as, or I, I create see. as I say. Yeah, or I create what I say. Those are the magic words. Yeah, the magic yeah. words. And I reckon that is what draws people to religion, is there is a place where we know that we do create what we say. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like, that was what I was always looking for that I found with Access that I didn't find in anything else, was that knowing that what I choose in life, or my whole life, I actually was the creator of it, not a divine source beyond myself. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. If, quote-unquote, God created man in his image, well, if we were an image of God, aren't we all gods, so to speak? Possibly. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. You're getting dangerously close out there for something. Like that. <laughs> so everything that brought up or let down, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <sighs> but I, I think it's really interesting that just looking at, you know, well, if you're creating your own religion, you know, well, what is... You're like, well, what actually is that? Because a lot of religions, like you said, say they have the truth or the way or what's, like, how to attain something. Mm. But, you know, in access, one of the things I love is what's light is true and what's heavy is a lie. Right. And what's true for you necessarily isn't true for me. Yeah. Well, so, that, that's the thing, the, the part that always made me go, what? Was I always looked at it and I went, okay, so all these guys that are supposedly right, be them Jews or Muslims or Christians or pagans, whatever you, they were, okay, if they're right, then how is it possible that everybody else on the planet is wrong? That they've got it wrong? Like, that just always struck me as like, what? Well, I always like the, I always wanted to play the, the argument of, because I went through 12 years of Catholic school, so I'm, you know, um, I'm like, but if we're, everyone's creating in God's image, then how can you say those people are wrong? Yeah, exactly. Or it's like, well, you're like, well, they just don't realize that we have the way. Or we know what's up. I'm like, good. You get the freedom to choose, you know. And what, one of the things that I was like, well, if you have free will, you have choice. Yeah. Then, then why are you looking to control people? <laughs> <laughs> because this is the coolest thing: is we control people by creating separation. You, if you can convince people that something is the right way or the right path to have freedom. Yeah. And dictate how they should live their life based on that and who to exclude and who to include, you can control them utterly. Yeah. And and it's it's not it's not done from a space of generosity, from a space of having what people talk about with religion, of having this experience of eternity or the divine or or consciousness even a sense in some, of peace. the sense of peace. It's done from a space of I'm right, you're wrong. And if you want what I've got, then you have to follow these rules. Yeah. So there. So how many separations are you using to create the, to deny, to create the free, the no freedoms? To, to create the, yeah. How many separations are you using to create the rules, the laws, the regulations, and the regulations of religion are you choosing? Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. And how many many of those do you have unacknowledged in your own life? Just about you. Because, I mean, what if it isn't an organized religion out there? But we all have these little things in our life that we've given ourselves as sort of edicts and the right way and the wrong way. Proclamations. Proclamations. Edicts. I proclaim today is my blue shirt day and (laughs) I will forever go forth wearing a blue shirt today. It's like like you have your own personal little Ten Commandments like thou shalt not eat carbohydrates. Thou shalt (laughs) thou shalt not you know skip teeth brushing in the evening. Thou shalt not sleep with your neighbor. I don't know. All of these but we, we do it. We each have our own sort of guide and, and rules and regulations by which to live. Mm-hmm. And none of them are based on a question. They're this autopilot system that we have in place that does keep us separate. It keeps us out of question all the time. So even if you're out there and you're not a religious person, quote unquote, you're an atheist. Yeah, but what's the religion of you that you're following unknowingly? But I mean, if you're looking at doing, well, yeah, I, so everything that is, times a Godzilla, we destroy and uncreate it all. Yeah. Ooh, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. But the other thing we talk about, which I love in Access, is I say, well, whether you're going for it or against it, you're still, like, you know, there's alignment and agreement or resistance and reaction, and there's always the other side of the things. So you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't have a religion. But if you, you know, like, there's a difference between not having a set rules or regulations and having like uh, like resisting and reacting to all religions and that becomes your your that, anti-religion that that's is a religion that's still your religion exactly <laughs> so so everywhere out there where you everything you did to resist and react or align and agree with any religions 
this lifetime or any other, will you now revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all that? Please. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. That's an excellent point because I know so many people that are so anti-religion, but it's just it's just the opposite. You lock it in place. I mean, we had we had a conversation in class here this week where Gary gave one of the most concise definitions of energy that I've ever heard because he was asking somebody in class and he said, so what have you defined energy as? What is energy to you? And what he essentially said was energy is just energy, but what creates thing as they creates things as they are, because everything is energy is a complexity that we've applied to it that creates a solidity. Boom. Boom. Exactly. So, I mean, that's what yeah. anything is, whether we make it right or wrong. If we make something wrong and judge it, that's that complexity that we're dropping into the energy to create that stuckness, that limitation, that difficulty. It's the same thing if you make something right, which again, in order to have religion, you have to make something right or you have to make, and you make to make a lot of things wrong. There you go. That's the complexity. Boom. So with that, it's time for our first break. So uh, you guys can ponder that as we're having this deep, meaningful conversation. And, uh, deep thoughts. Yeah, there you go. And so we'll be back with you guys in a few short moments. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Here's what I love about the pearls of possibility. They come to my email inbox, just pow, there they are. I'm laying in my bed, I'm taking a nap, pow, pearls of possibility. Two, they're all the latest and greatest clearings that Gary and Dane are creating on the Voice America calls just delivered to me. So my lazy ass doesn't actually have to listen to the freaking call every week. I can just get the clearings. Hello? And three, it's $10 a month. You don't have to pay $50,000 to fly to Africa and, you know, be first class and be fancy all day and go to a class. No, you could lay naked in your kitchen if you want and listen to these things. They just show up. It's $10 a month. Why are you not doing that? So if you want to be a lazy ass like me, sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities at www. You guessed it, pearlsofpossibilities.com. That's www.pearlsofpossibilities.com. How does it get better than that? Have you ever stayed at a place that alters your reality and you become more as a result of it? Have you ever been to a land so joyful that your whole body lit up? We have a very special invitation for you. The chance to pre-purchase a night or three at two of the most unique places on the planet, Castello di Castelborgone in Italy and Proa, the resort in Costa Rica. A purchase that will create a different future for you and a different future for the planet. To learn more, just go to projectpossibilities.com and reserve a future night for you at the lowest rate to ever be offered. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. Hello, everyone. It's Andrew Gardella. And Christopher Hughes. Boom. I forgot you did radio, so you, you can like you can do different voices and everything. I did. I can do smooth like this, like Jazz Time Talk Radio on your way home with Mix 92 FM. Oh. Or I could do just me. But no. no, I like that. That's good. <laughs> I mean, we'll have to have you back. You know, we can have you a smooth jazz show for everyone out there. Exactly. You know, to, yeah. to just... Make them, help them sleep, you know, mm. or something. I don't know. But anyways, I think, what, what, oh, complexity. Yes, that's what we were talking about before the break, was that elements of complexity that people add to energy. I mean, talking about like how, you know, what makes a wall solid is the speed with which the molecules are moving. 
that make it makes them solid. Mm -hmm. And if we could alter that or we could move at that pace, we could either move through the wall or make it disappear or alter it, manipulate it. Essentially, it's our point of view that makes anything what it is, be it a solid or a, a point of view or how our bodies show up in the world or everything is really just our point of view. If we were willing to have a communion with energy and no point of view about anything, everything would be malleable. But anytime we make something right or wrong, we eliminate that. So what have you made right or wrong about your life that is creating the complexity and the limitations that you're living with? Everything that is times a gazillion, we destroy and uncreate it all. See. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. But you know what? I just realized, even if no one has a religion, they have the religion of the wrongness of them. Ah, oh, and they pray at that altar. So how many beliefs are you using to create the, your, the, <laughs> the, the religion, your religion, your personal religion of the wrongness of you? I have been baptized at the thought of the wrongness of me. And it has washed away all my original sin. It's, that's it. But now I just have a whole lot of wrongness. Anyways, exactly. Everything that is times a gazillion we destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Ooh, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. The thing I want to talk about too though is, I mean, we, we, what the title of this show is, was we're looking at all of the religions that you've created or been a part of in any lifetime. I haven't that, created any. That keep people locked up. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> I'm totally innocent here. <laughs> so, get the energy of every lifetime that you were part of the formation, foundation, you were the Messiah, the Avatar, whatever have you. The third coming, the second coming. The, the coming, wherever you the, wanted to you come. Know, you just kept coming. Yeah, you just kept on coming. That's for the gurus. Exactly. So, uh -huh. <laughs> so get the energy of that. And would you be willing to destroy and uncreate everything that was that you decided everything that you put into place and all of the, the jails, all the, the jails, agendas, inventions, and lies you sold people. Yeah, that you sold people because it was fun for you at the time. Can you destroy and uncreate all that now, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, you, you boys. You are right. There is a certain honest. glee that comes up with that. Yeah, you know? people are like, damn, I, I put this system in place and these people are still buying this. They're still going They're like, for it. I thought it was stupid at the time and it worked. And it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and everywhere that, everywhere that you are trying to make something a religion that isn't. Because I, one of the things that always struck me with coming along to classes with Access Consciousness was. So many people would come and they would try to make it into a religion. They would try to make it into a cult. I mean, one of the funniest stories I can remember from when we first started coming to Access, we would have these classes in Costa Rica, these seven-day events. And this dude was sitting at the table. No, actually, it was Grace Douglas. Gary's daughter was sitting down at the lunch table and she was eating papaya. And this guy came up to her and he said, what are you doing eating papaya? Gary hates papaya. <laughs> and it was, she, she just looked at him because the guy was talking to her about her dad and she was like, uh, seriously? So what have you made a religion that actually isn't a religion? Would you be willing to destroy and uncreate some of that now, please? Or yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because people come along and they're like, they make something into something that totally isn't. And the other thing too is, how many of you out there, and I'll include us in this too, are still waiting for the payout from this church cult or religion that we created? Yeah. Whether it was financial or otherwise. They're like, damn it, I was supposed to make it to heaven and now yeah. I'm, I paid a million bucks to get into heaven and I'm back in a body. Yeah. What the fuck? Do you know what's really, what was really cool in Roman times? So many of the, the Caesars or the or the you know the rulers of the day believed that if they had a certain amount of followers beyond their death or a temple built in their name, that made them a god after death and they were automatically entitled to be part of the, the god of, status? Yeah, the god status, exactly. Okay. 
So there was just this, you just had to build a temple and have enough followers. How many, is that like Twitter followers? Is that why Twitter is so It was very or? early Twitter followers. Oh, okay. It was, it was, it was like a sort of stone tablet followers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The tweets were a lot slower in coming. You didn't get notifications mm -hmm. like that. It was, you just had to walk by, you know, yeah. the, most people the town were, square or something. And most people were illiterate, so they didn't know what your tweets oh, said. Shit. But So it didn't work very well. So it was more twits. Yeah. But then... What would happen was, see, I'm a little bit of a nut for history. It's the other thing I'm kind of obsessed with because I just find it interesting. Uh -huh. But what a lot of what a lot of things would happen was, so one Caesar would die and he'd have done all this stuff to make himself a king. The next Caesar would come along and it was probably his nephew or his son or something. And he would try and tear down all the temples that his the, the previous Caesar had made because mm -hmm. he didn't want him to have God's status. He wanted to have God's status. So it was there can only be one God status at a time. Apparently. Well, no, but he just, you know, people are greedy with followers. They do this thing about competition and they think that if they get more people to follow them, they will be gods for longer and they'll have yeah. more power. But, but in order to do competition, you need to create separation. Exactly. Exactly, which is what this is all coming back to. Like it's separation. You thought we were going, bam, going down a like a tangent but we brought it back around no exactly there do you want to know an even funnier story like that while well, i'm on a roll here yeah tell us so, please <laughs> this a similar thing used to happen with popes but so many of the popes there's a great book out there which i can't remember the title but anyway if it comes to me i'll think i'll tell you in a minute but mm -hmm. there's this great book i read all about different things popes did these heads of church over over history and there was things like one pope was actually a woman, but she hid it from everybody until then she got pregnant because she was sleeping with people, which again, as pope, you're not supposed to do. And everyone found out she was a woman because she got pregnant. And so that was that pope. And then there was this other pope that um, <laughs> he went nuts and he dug up the previous pope, his dead body. He dug up the body and put him on trial and tried him in the court of law in, in Rome at the time for all the things he decided that were bad and that he was a heretic and, and decided that he was guilty, damned him to hell and threw his dead body in the river. I know. See, I'm not just telling you these stories. They don't stories. teach you these things in Catholic school. No, they know? don't teach you these things in Catholic school. I'm not telling you these stories just because I think it's amusing. It's to show you the absurdity of what we believe. Because he, like the serial killer thing I was talking about before, was so convicted in his belief of what was right and true. He was also, by our standards, a total bloody uh -huh. lunatic. Uh -huh. But when you've got a, a belief in place, you can do all kinds of things and be totally justified and rationalized yeah. in what you choose. So how many justifications are you using to create the... Beliefs you were choosing. Ooh, everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreate it all. Yup. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Ooh, that's a good one. So how many justifications are you using to create the beliefs you were choosing? Oh, oh God. God. Everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreate it all. Yup. Oh right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. I mean, let's look at how this works. Let's say that you have a belief about yourself and your money situations. That uh, you always spend too much money or you're, say, always living paycheck to paycheck, hand to mouth. Okay, so that's your belief about you. So you will create that over and over and over again in order to fulfill that belief that you have. And show and make you're it right. True and show that you're right. And prove it to yourself over and over again. See, I told you it's true, Chris. Exactly. That's your religion of poverty. How many of you are kneeling at the altar of the of the religion of poverty? Uh, everything and, that is times a godzillion. Jesus, right, right, wrong, good and bad, pun, pock, all nine shards, poison me up. Wow. That is, you know. Whew. So how many justifications are you using to create the beliefs you are choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion. We destroy and create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and youngs. Wow. That's a real, you know. Yeah. Let's get stuff cooking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because 
But it's so often that we do this, you know, because we're talking about, especially at this event, if, if, if your point of view actually creates a, your reality and the things you're actually saying and the things you're actually thinking creates what's showing up in your life. But we so often say, oh, these things just happen to us. Or, yeah. oh, like, see, like, you know, we use it as a justification for maintaining the point of view rather than like, oh, maybe I should change this. Exactly. But that's the thing, too. And that's what happens more often than not with those people who come along, come along and make things like access consciousness into a religion because they love to come and they love to use mantras and they love to say, oh, what would it take for this to happen? As opposed to going, no, I'm not going to wait for some magical fairy to wave their wand and drop it in my lap. And I don't mean magical fairies in me because I am a magical fairy, but it's a bit different. Yeah. But what I mean is, there's a totally different, different magic wand. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a totally different magic in being willing to say, to ask yourself, so what can I be or do different to actualize this with ease? Whereas, so things aren't happening to you in the world. You're actually going out and playing an active part in creating your life and creating the reality that you would like to live in. And But since we've been talking about it, there's so much separation actually in doing that of where there's something outside of you that's supposed to deliver to you that like you're not actually involved in. Yeah. You know, it's like you're not actively involved. Like, because what we talk about so much is to create anything in your life, you actually have to be engaged. Like you have to be willing, you have to be present there. Mm. But so often we, we do this thing where we look to ask for something and then we create as much distance from it as we possibly can, as if that's the way it's going to happen to us. Right. Because someone else will drop it in my lap. And that is the biggest separation of all. Boom. That's where you take you and the universe and make them totally separate entities. Yeah. So how much energy are you using to separate you from the universe are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. I'm, I mean, there is a you in universe, so. Yeah, exactly. But how not. many of you actually don't have a you in universe? Ooh. It's like, how many of you have made you a totally separate entity where it's, it's sort of like the difference between having a trust in you. Like some people talk about, you know, they, they have faith in themselves. They have a trust in themselves that they will do the right thing or they will create what it is they're setting out to create. And isn't it like so much easier if you trust that the universe has your back, the universe will provide, but that you're a part of that that does create and have your back and provides so that you're part and parcel of the same thing and it's a partnership that produces and creates together as opposed to I'm just going to passively sit here and wait for it to be handed down to me. Yeah, so everything that brought up or let down. Times a godzillion. Because today we're putting the god in godzillion, I tell you, brothers and sisters. This here is the gospel being handed down. I like that. Everything that is right and wrong, good and bad, <laughs> pot and bock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Good oh, little man. bit. Amen, brother. Southern Preach. gospel. We're getting Preach. southern gospel now, I tell you. I like it. Um, gosh, that's so interesting. Um but yeah, I think I think that's a good note to break on, you know, now that we went to the Southern Gospel because there's nothing else to, to go. There's nowhere else to go from there right now. Exactly. So, uh, you know, here's our second break coming at you right now, and we'll be back in a few short minutes. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, Changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, 
your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. And we're forward. We're forward, not back. Yeah, because we're always moving forward. We're never going back. Never. I will never go back. So I have a question for everybody. Uh oh. <sighs> what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the trappings of religion that keep you trapped in your own personal hell? Ooh, you had to go and do that. <laughs> so everything that is times of God's name, we destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the trappings of religion that keeps you trapped in your own personal hell? Everything that is times a godzillion. Times a hellzillion? <laughs> times a hell. A devilzillion. A devilzillion. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the trappings of religion that keep you trapped in the heaven you think you should get that is actually a hell? Oh. And everything that is times a godzillion. Can we destroy and create it? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and men. So you know the interesting thing is, because heaven's supposed to be where you're free and everything, right? But heaven yeah. still has gates. It is. It's a gated community. They don't talk about There's that. There's a security guard at the way in that checks you, <laughs> makes sure that you're supposed to be there. Yep, exactly. They're like, mm, sorry, you didn't make the guest list. Is there a CCTV camera on there too? I, probably now. They probably upgraded technology. I betcha. You after, know. you know, all these millennia. Yeah, and they're not having people sneak in now. It's really tough to sneak in. But the, the funny thing is, you know, I, I love what Gary talks about is when he says, you know, I don't want to go to heaven. All my friends are going to be in hell. Exactly. No, but I heard that if you go to hell, they don't let you sit with your friends. Oh, they don't? No. That's what someone told me. 
But if all my friends are there, I'm sure uh. other people's friends are there and I can just make new friends. So how much of religion requires you to suspend your awareness in favor of what someone else has told you is true? Yep. Everything that is times a gazillion will be destroying and create it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and meals. Wow. I like and that. The like, suspension of awareness. Yeah, the suspension but of awareness. But all religions always talk about, well, you just have to suspend your belief or suspend your doubt. Yes, exactly. AKA uh, your awareness. Yes, that's so how actually much, what they're how asking much, you to suspend. How much have you, how, have you misidentified uh, uh, your, <laughs> your uh, beliefs and doubt, suspension of belief and doubt as suspension of your awareness? Yes. Everything that is, times a gazillion, we destroying and create it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, it's your knowing. Exactly. So how much have you actually suspended your knowing based on religions and beliefs? Well, you have to. Yeah. Because knowing can't make anything right or anything wrong. Knowing doesn't dictate what, if that something is better than anything else. Knowing is an awareness of all things and all possibilities. It's not one is better than the other. Mm -hmm. So everything that is and everything that brings up or lets down, can we destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. But it's so interesting because you actually have to suspend what you know. Yeah. You know, you put your knowing in a timeout. Exactly. Because some missionary came on a mission and their mission was for you to give them some money and hand over your awareness. Well, and it's so interesting because they, they chip away at it, you know? Oh, so everywhere that you're resisting things like access consciousness because they cost money. When the best religions are free. Yes. <laughs> Everything you've bought about that or made that real, can we just start and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere, you know, because the nice thing is if you're resisting it because it costs money, then you won't allow yourself to have the money to go to the classes, even if you really wanted to go to the classes. Because it costs money and you don't want to pay for it. Because paying for things is wrong and you were duped for centuries and centuries by churches, cults, and religions that got you to do shit just to get your money. So everything that is and all the lifetimes where you have been tricked, swindled, and duped out of your money for somebody's religion, can we destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys, and beyond. And can we ask for all the money to come back now, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Mm. It's, uh, it's an interesting thing. It, just, it does remind me of the missionaries, though, you know, because there was a time, and there's, people are still doing it now, but it's not like it was before when, you know, the world was just being discovered. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, spreading, the, the spreading the word of God. Yes, exactly. Those were some of the first people they said. Because they out. didn't know anything about God prior to this point. <laughs> no, exactly. They're... They're poor, uneducated people. It's funny because it's like a scientific discovery, you know, in a way. Mm -hmm. Like going around educating everyone. Yes. Uh, that we, we just discovered this new information about God. Yeah. Well, it was a great way to control people, though, as well. I mean... Well, it is the religion of the... Uh, religion is the opium of the masses. Exactly. Well, I, there was... Uh, I have a friend in Melbourne, Australia, who is a, a rare book dealer. Ooh. And he had this book about slave owners in uh, America in the South and it was an instructional guide for slave owners on how to control their slaves and keep them docile and one of the main tools that they were offering in this book was religion. The second tool was marijuana. I like this. Yeah. I, I just like it's like a how to be a slave owner for dummies. Yeah. You know. Wow. So everything that you've been unwilling to acknowledge about the use of religion for pol for political gain. Can we destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere we've all been the perpetrators of using religion for political gain and control. Can I don't we know where you're talking all about. That? Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. But so often, you know, because one of the other things we're talking about is, and we had this clearing a while ago in Access, was stupidity. And stupidity isn't, you know, you're stupid. It's just... The amount, like, in order to be stupid, you have to create unawareness, or you have to cut off your awareness. So it's how much stupidity are you using to create the re the religions you are choosing? Mm. Oh God! God and everything that is times a godzillion. Can we all destroy and uncreate it all? Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, there was a time when Charlemagne was was king ostensibly of most of Europe, 
in his reign, which spanned most of the known world at the time, which mm -hmm. from the Westerners' point of view was, was Europe, mm -hmm. his, his kingdom was so large that it was difficult to monitor, difficult to control, and difficult to unite. So one of the things that they put in place was a standard Christian mass. It was the same no matter which church you went to in which country that they were following the, the Catholic religion at the time. And it was a way to keep everybody in line and under control. It was also one of the earliest taxation systems because tithing through the church, when at the time the church and the state were more linked, it was a way of getting even more money out of people in, in a safer and um, more secure Well, channel. I mean, you definitely know if you're not supporting God, you're not getting to heaven. Well, exactly. You know. And now most of the churches don't have the best But I just really want to know, if God's God, you know, what does God need money for? Churches, robes, those white robes, the incense, the burnt... That's not know, God, that's the Stained priest. glass. You know, if you've ever tried to get someone to make stained glass for you, it's... Booze and whores. Yeah, booze and... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so everything that brought up or let down will you destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I can already feel the people out there being like, this is not the conversation I signed up for. Exactly. I'm totally offended by what you've said, and I'm going to write a strongly worded letter. So if you have a strongly worded letter, send it to the Scientologists. And everything that brings up, can we destroy it and create it all? <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and <laughs> Now you thoroughly offended everyone, so good job. That's another great documentary to watch. There's a documentary by Louis Thoreau, the guy from the BBC, who does a lot of documentaries. And it's fabulous because he, he does his best to really infiltrate different communities. And, you know, all of his documentaries are, are different. But he did one on Scientology, and it was a, a feature-length movie that he did where, again, he, he got right into the crux of the organization and spoke to a lot of different members to find out their experiences and know, you know what it was like and what, what is it about this religion because so many people do call it a cult and then others call it the greatest thing since, since Vegemite. Slice bread? Yeah. I was going to say Vegemite. But Vegemite is not great, though. I, I do not great. prescribe to that religion. In my religion, Vegemite is great. Well, we're so going to have agree to disagree about that. Okay. Well, and we'll see who ends up in heaven and hell. No, but it is, it is like that. I mean, it is like Vegemite. If I think it's great and you think it's not, what is it? Uh, it's not. <laughs> it depends on who's more superior, I guess. I guess, I guess, or who has the most followers. Yeah. But that's, hey, that's majority probably, rules. Yeah. Majority <laughs> rules. There you go. <laughs> Whoever wins out because they get to write history. Yeah. Wow. And how many of you out there have your whole lives felt totally alien and alienated by religion because you couldn't make it fit. You didn't think you deserved what they were talking about. Like, I know for me growing up, I always thought, I always felt in the outside of religion, so to speak, because I was gay and most religions were like, well, you gay is wrong and you need to marry a woman and have kids and I just live like that they the, say that, but since the founding of the church, there's always been like all the gay men were priests. Yeah. That behind closed doors were having lots of sex, even though they were supposed exactly. to be celibate. So I'm just a little confused here. Ah, so it's the hypocrisy. Ah. Wow. So everything... Hey, you know what, though? You can't have a good religion without a little hypocrisy. <laughs> exactly. You know, just a whole little, little bit. You know, like a whole lot of it. Ah, so. so everywhere you've been unwilling to acknowledge the hypocrisy of the religions you were choosing, can we destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm. Well, that in was... every lifetime you were that hypocritical leader. Yes, and that you were burned at the stake for it, or run out of town as a charlatan, or you just burned everyone else at the stake for it because you had more followers. Exactly. Can we destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm. You know, it's a delicate balance while you're creating followers to see if you can eclipse the person in charge, you know? Because yeah. if you get more followers, then you can overtake them. But if you don't have enough followers, then, you know, you end up uh, you sound going like, down. You sound like you, you have first-hand experience. I don't know what you're talking about here. <laughs> so everything that is, times it got said, and we destroy and create it all. Yes. 
Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, that's one of the other things that I read about, actually, was that in the Catholic Church, the idea of Catholic priests being celibate came from the, the ruling families at the time, who were quite often, they would marry sons, or not marry sons, but put sons into become bishops and popes and that. So they could maintain power. You maintain and, power. And never usurp and, the ruling family. And have no heirs. Yep, that makes sense. So their property mm-hmm. never got passed to anybody. It stayed with the church. Or the royal family. And the other thing you do by doing that is you avoid family dynasties, mm-hmm. but you stay connected to the, the ruling elite mm-hmm. and the, the royal family and the wealthy. So it was always beneficial, particularly in Italy, to have one of the royal family be, well, in the, be the nice high thing, up in the church. Yeah, because then you can always, you always have someone to go to for confession too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So everything that brought up or let down and everything you don't want to know that you know about that will you destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Well, with that, Chris, we're kind of winding down. So, we um, are. Do you have any announcements for people? Or Yeah, you know, I've, I've got, got all got kinds cool of things. Do you got cool stuff that coming up that people can find more about you? I do. I do a lot of classes these days. Uh, most of them are with our right voice for you, and we have one coming up, you and I together, Andrew Gardella. Yeah, but we're, we're not sure whose religion is going to overtake in that one. Oh, shit. Well, Maybe we can alternate days. That that's why people should come. So they can see who wins. We will will arm wrestle to arm figure wrestle. it out. Yeah, okay. or something. <laughs> we'll know. we'll figure it out depending on if our religions can can come to terms. <laughs> but that one is in on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland uh, from the twentieth through the twenty fourth of July, and the first part is with you and I doing right voice for you, and then we go into uh, Dr. Andrew Gardelli here doing SE. Energetic um, synthesis of structural embodiment. Exactly. So oh. those are those two classes. There's another one I've got coming up in Dublin, Ireland uh, on the 10th, 11th or something, 12th. I think it's the 11th. The, <laughs> it's the, the 11th, I think. No, I think it's 12, 13, 14. Yes, of June in there, Dublin. There you go. So if you want more information about any of those classes or things we both have coming up, you can look us both up on the Access Consciousness website or on social media, Andrew Gardella and Christopher Hughes are our names, if you've forgotten. There you go. I mean, but how could they have forgotten? Maybe we've gotten a couple more followers from this show, you know? <laughs> Church of social media. Oh, my Boom. God. Um, yeah. So with that, uh, that's our show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If not, just know, you know, we're right and you're wrong. So hopefully, you know, eventually when you become more aware a.k.a. suspend your knowing more. Maybe you'll, you'll get what we're talking about. And if you don't, I will pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pun, pock, all night, shorts, buzzies. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America next week. Marvelous. Thank Bye-bye. you for having me. Bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to. Oh, well,